Hello and welcome to Doc Soup, an irrelevant podcast about relevant things. I'm John. I'm Tyler. I'm Jared. Well, we're back from our release of our first episodes and we had a nice warm response. So thank you, those of you who listened and didn't leave a negative review. Uh, the feedback we got was, please swear less. Um, we will not swear less because I can't and won't stop. Uh, what are you guys doing with your... Uh your new your new fame and power um i've been throwing handfuls of pennies at children on the playground generous uh, generous. spreading the wealth uh mainly mainly via water balloon launcher so i do pay two of the sturdier looking children to hold it for me whilst i assault their schoolmates with small copper um that's that's what i've been doing mainly with my with my fame uh yeah i have just started going to uh prestigious colleges and oh. uh sitting in a professor's class for average of 15 to 20 minutes and then uh standing up in the middle of their lecture yelling you don't know anything and then <laughs> running away uh to the next room. did you, uh, you know. did you need the notoriety to do that i i, I guess did. i didn't either for mine well, so well <laughs> see now now i think that they'll be like oh no that's that's that famous guy who oh knows sure it, sure sure on the internet He's he's someone who knows what they're talking about. I need to reevaluate my life. Uh, and that's toilets. usually that's usually the breakdown. Of, yeah, and that's usually the breakdown of um um that just them that they 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 go through as I visually see it and they start to just kind of vanish. You know, like in Infinity War. Yeah. It's it's like that, but into they they realize their whole career has been a scam. Yes. And they've been just, filling children's minds with poison. Yes. Nobody cares about math they need to go do you know like learn about toilets and peaches yeah and mind you i have the the implementation of the knowledge of peaches that i've had into my life uh is unfathomable i was having a meeting with my team at work the other day and out of nowhere somebody said the word peaches and then it opened the can of worms and the the floodgates of billions of fun facts about peaches i mean I had never heard that song before, like at least, or at least like processed hearing that song before. And I've heard it like three times since we recorded that episode, like oh, in yeah. gro- like grocery stores and stuff. And I'm like, what? I how is this happening? It's 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 a it's a failure of the education system, you know. As such mm-hmm. as it is, we need to overhaul, and that's that's what we're here to do is yeah. to change the world with the information people want, and that is useless and applicable. Or, or not applicable in life. Well, a lot of the blame too does fall on myself. I I should have taken the time to do that research into peach-related factoids, and I would have discovered this. But I, like so many others, just let peaches fall by the wayside, and um, I regret that. Uh, however, now I am more informed. So I guess what I'm saying is, we're heroes. <laughs> Tyler, what are you doing with your newfound fame? I don't like peaches. I. Uh... I I, I oh. lead peach. I lead All right, peach we're done. Do we, we start breaking up the? Well, guys, we had, a, we had a good we had run. A good uh... <laughs> but hey, I like toilets, so I'm off the All toilet. Right. Okay, okay. You can put your peaches in the toilet. That's See, where they feel, end up, anyways. I am also real America, which is everyone. <laughs> a, a, a peach in every toilet. I do it. A yes, a peach in every toilet, because then it's uh, for the, it's clean. The water's clean for people who do like peaches. They can just run to get it, and then for people like you poop on it right on that beach um i uh i'll be honest i didn't know that i was famous uh so <laughs> oh, I, you're doing, oh when the you're, crowds when you're, the you're crowds started daniel day lewis type i just i started attacking uh, you in the streets saying sign my knee I, my left I, knee. I, sign I just, my microphone i just <laughs> kiss me art <laughs> I, I just tried to um i just try to you know live every day uh, like it's my last one and be the best the best kind of human being I can be and and if I have some some fame and notoriety to that um, then then that just gives me a, a better platform to reach people where they're at and hopefully make a difference uh, in their lives and that's that's why I think I should be missing there <laughs> so she's got it she's gonna world, get it 
World peace. Uh, we're <laughs> you, uh, okay. you guys going to go see uh, Star Wars this week? Uh, uh, yeah, Thursday at 10.20 p.m. Lacrosse, Wisconsin. Be there. Be I, I'm assuming um, this podcast goes up before that. Yes. <laughs> or after <laughs> that. After that. If, um, if, if you didn't like me for peaches, then I'm going to be really unpopular here. Uh, I, have, <laughs> I have not seen any of the new Star Wars since oh, The Force okay. Awakens. None on any Star- platform. No, I, was... I um, this is this is a bit of a jump back. When did that come out? Twenty fifteen. Force Awakens. Force yeah, twenty fifteen. It was right. It was right before me and Kelly got married. I was right after. Excuse me. I was got to say October November, buddy. It was wrong. Yeah, Kelly and I. We, Kelly we went and, and saw. Uh, time out. Time out. Less <laughs> Kelly and we I. See. Yes. Education. We went and saw with Robbie, Sarah. Um, I was so for myself disappointed that there was this gigantic buildup to more Star Wars movies, and then they just remade A New Hope. And that really bothered me that I'm like, you spent millions of dollars rebranding this, and then you just kind of edited over the old movie and put the new stuff on. So and I'm sure the rest of them aren't the same, but even the title for the last one was this Rise of Skywalker. It's still too literally close to Return of the Jedi. Like, it's too, like... Give me something new. So you're not going to like when I tell you what the episode three was for <laughs> Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it all just. So when, when George Lucas initially uh, created Star Wars and he was working on the prequels, he said it's it's like poetry. It rhymes. So there's there's returning sure. themes through every single one. Yeah. J.J. Abrams and... got a ton of <laughs> shit, a ton of shit for doing uh for quote unquote remaking new hope it just, uh, and then uh, ryan, ryan johnson made the last jedi and everyone's like you know what actually i like that last thing because there are not a lot of people that were fans of the last jedi there was, uh, what it, what it, there was a female as... leader so everyone had their had their uh hang-ups about that oh not uh, my problem at all yeah i love yeah. that i think no great. no not you i'm saying like oh okay i was like no no totally fine uh, no, not just, not even that. There, that's definitely gonna be part of it uh, globally. But the biggest part for me was, it constantly felt like everyone was anticipating this uh, Empire level. I'm your father plot twist, right? And then Ryan Johnson, it seemed like sat there like I can't think of one of those. So then he just made every five minutes another gotcha, and then the entire movie felt like gotchas because the whole plot for for three quarters of the movie. Poe is staging a mutiny for uh, Captain yeah. Holdo, the purple-haired lady, lady. And then turns out she had a plan. She just didn't tell him for some reason. And then he was... Uh, the plan that he sent ended up getting them all captured. And now they're down to literally 35 Resistance members mm-hmm. to fight, you know, the First Order. Yeah. It's cool uh, they're going to probably win. Uh, it, it is. So they, they <laughs> That'd be a fun. Then, that'd then, be a fun plot twist. Well, and then the Empire won. Spoiler bah, alert, because bah, you need to get bah, caught up before bah, this one. Bah, bah, the end of Star Wars. <laughs> well, the last Star Wars. Jonathan, Everything you, you probably, do is meaningless. <laughs> you probably know Jonathan, but Tyler, you probably don't. So at the end probably. of the Last Jedi, Luke appears to fight mm-hmm. Kylo Ren at the on um, crate, the salt planet, and mm-hmm. then they're fighting or whatever, and then it's revealed that Luke is actually a Force projection. That Luke yeah. from billions of miles away in space is just projecting his thing. Yeah. So then he disappears, and then you're like, oh, cool. So Luke has saved the day, and he's alive. And then he just fucking dies! Yeah, he just, like, Obi-Wan, just clump of robes, and is gone. We don't know if the robot arm went, but that's besides yeah. the point. But in the latest trailer at, uh, it wasn't Comic-Con, I don't think, but wherever it was, Star Wars Celebration, uh, Palpatine's back, baby. Yeah, I saw that in the ad. Chief Palpatine, yeah, that is beautiful. <laughs> and I, I once in a while will catch myself uh, just going back and watching the announcement where it's like, roll it again. But the, uh, <laughs> just the, the crowd reaction to that laughter, it warms my heart mm-hmm. because that, I think that was a moment that united the fan base into maybe this movie. And well, everything I I've seen about the movie looks how, good. I think the I, problem for me is that, like, the – the franchise needs to get off of the dick of we need to make big planet blowy uppy planets. Let's make a well, big sphere that blows up other spheres. Like I get it, it's a great weapon of mass destruction, but you can come up with something else. Yeah, um, it's an interesting phrase. Get off the dick of. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the one. Sorry, sorry about that, mom and dad. <laughs> yeah, no, but that was that was one of the arguments as well. But I mean, at the point at this point, they've got. With the Super Star Destroyers and the 
like what was it the the interdictor i think it was and yeah. the last Jedi. it's it's nearly the size of a planet that ship so yeah uh, uh mm-hmm. and not to mention the the fact that you can just uh light speed your ship into another ship and then take it out no yeah. matter what the size is scientifically it makes sense that's for the, one just just one big expensive bullet yeah i mean why do you bother using lasers then when you yeah. just one hit one hit ko the whole fleet's here. Just kidding. It's a bunch of droids in the ships. Kamikaze yeah, time. Pew, pew, pew. Seven expensive. X-Wings that take down seven Star Destroyers. That was one one kind of hang-up I had about the second one in this trilogy was, like, why did Holdo need to be the one to drive the ship when they got perfectly good droids? That opens the can of worms are of... Droids, droid lives matter. Well, it, it redeemed yeah. her character because <laughs> the whole time you're supposed to hate her. He's evil. I'm yeah. not telling you. Well, oh, well... But then, while watching, I was just like, oh, yeah, fuck this lady. Poe's got his shit together. And she's like, oh, no, she actually has a plan. And I, too, am joining the handsome, hot-headed man in his, <laughs> you know, quest for, well, we need to do something. Yeah, but all she had to do is just tell him that that was the case, because what the pro- what's the problem? But, no, it, it was – it should have been – it would have been a great moment for Leia or any other character, because it could have been a really emotionally powerful moment. Yeah. When they they gave Leia's away, and then she just flew through space because she's Carrie Poppins. Yeah. Uh, which is that jo- joke I stole from uh, 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 was it How Should Have Ended Dubs? Thank oh. you guys. Uh, it was the uh, they did the Star Wars one after I watched the one that you sent. No, no, yeah. jo- oh, no, different group chat. Never mind. I watched the Star Wars one that a friend sent. It's funny. Watch it. Still great uh, movies. Absolutely great films. Even the I mean, heck, even Solo Andrew started watching one. Yeah, Solo was great. I really enjoyed uh, the whole pacing of that. Paul Bettany's in it, and Darth Maul is back, baby. So Okay, how can everyone just keep coming back? <laughs> Darth, sorry, Maul, it... Darth Maul is canonically back in the animated series. Uh, yeah, yeah they... but what about, what about, okay, now, okay, how did Mr. Palpatine come back? Because he's dead. We don't know that. I don't, uh, I'm thinking, oh, of course, watch, because... I did watch... Because a man was like 900-year-old got thrown down hundreds of stories. Oh, well, we don't know. He might have... He might have oh, pulled through. In the Legends novels, there's a lot of different ways. Uh, there's Force Ghosts. Exar yeah. Kun. Uh No, he's definitely back physically. Uh, my my hot takes. Get get there. Um, no, it's... It, I watched a 45-minute video describing all of the current canon based on when mm. Disney took over everything but the movies and the television shows were deemed yeah, not were canon. All those Timothy Zahn books that I spent just countless hours reading. God! There was I'm so just saying... Much Sometimes you sometimes you lose character. Like it happens, it's mm-hmm. done. I mean, I would be uh, now my Star Wars, if you will, is is the Potter books. You guys know how much that's my like that's my mm-hmm. jam. Sometimes you have to die, and there is no coming back. Look at all of the characters that we lost through that series, and we're Look like, at- wow, what I'd give to just have really one of them back look at we the science we the medical just, powers of we can't just magic them back Vader. and say oh guess what we're still here never mind i i know you saw me get hit with a uh uh the avada curse and fall off the philosophy tower but never mind i'm effing dumbledore i'm alive like nope counterpoint he's dead counterpoint he's dead the people you're talking about that die and don't come back are the heroes we have that the people that you're talking about that uh, yeah, that come back. You're, you're the, yeah. the villain, Voldemort. That's but his he, whole thing is he died and came back in every fucking book. Yeah, but he already had. The, we, we already had the setup. Two, we already we already had the setup. That, that died. He. We know what the Horcruxes are. We know that he has to. They those all have to die first. These are just like, ooh, we killed That's Darth Maul. Everybody really liked Wars. Darth Maul. Bring him on back. Yeah, you well, have Darth you look, you write five hundred letters to Disney. Eventually, suggestion thinly only five hundred. Yes. Well. That oh, year. personally, gotcha. Yes, I was. I thought you meant like as a total, the Star Wars fan base wrote five. Oh, yeah, no, that's that's just what I wrote. Five hundred letters is nothing. Uh, yeah, I, I ran out of job that did his part. Yes. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna call time out here. Uh huh. Tyler, yeah, you're I mean, right. Gandalf the Grey died and did come back. You are correct. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> the one. Just, no. just just drawn lines here. Um, I I I say we're gonna either delve in and this is gonna be our episode, or we've got to get to our actual stuff. That's fair. It's been 16 minutes. <laughs> I was like, we've been. I was, I was just thinking. I was like, you know what? We're going down this road, and I started us, and I'm sorry. We we could argue about this for another half an hour, but yeah, Jared, uh, yeah. why don't you? Uh, Let's just sidewipe transition on over. Starwipe made face in Star Wars. Yes, Jared. <laughs> That's my starwipe. 
my audio star wipe is just, um, the Black Series Obi-Wan lightsaber from Episode 1 and 2. Nice. Um, Merry Christmas to me. Uh, so, math is what we're learning about today, class. The history of math, which is everybody's favorite part of math, not actually doing math, just knowing who to blame. I agree with which, that. Which, as it turns out, is basically the entire ancient world. Um, like, dating back as far as 3000 BC, which is 1000 years in the future, backwards. What have you yeah. so far? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got it. Okay, yeah. Checks out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there you go. I'll let you do your math there. Wink. Uh, in Mesopotamia. Uh, and Egypt used it as arith- or excuse me, used arithmetic, algebra, and geometry uh, for various reasons. Uh, mostly taxation, commerce, trade, astronomy, calendars, and record keeping. Uh, so which, math was invented to take money. Thanks, that's Obama. right. That's right. <laughs> you have this much, I have this much, and now I have this much, and you have much. Uh, so it's just a way for people to feel better about themselves? Uh, uh, arguably, right, I have think... so much, and you have so little. <laughs> Give me one-tenth of that. <laughs> well, you know, hu- human nature and greed and all that. Think about, you know, the first human being, the, the first two human beings that are, you know, sitting in their caves with their clubs and their uh, very well, very well put together for uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, tunics, uh, like in the cartoons, and then suddenly a caveman comes in with two clubs, and they're like, "What the hell? Uh-huh. That's uh, uh, dear brother, grant me one of your clubs so that I may have two instead." <laughs> uh, no, brother, what, I will not. <laughs> that's what that's what they don't teach you in uh, modern history is that uh, cavemen were actually the smartest of us. Because they're like, man, this is going south. We're going to go extinct. Uh, Peace. (laughs) Uh, The oldest texts were, get this, uh, 1900 BC, the Plimpton 322. It is, and I haven't had the time to dig into what that means yet. Um, And actually, I'd be curious to do that. So maybe I'll I'll get that in a second. Um, And then, uh, I got it. It's a clay tablet with numbers written in cuneiform script. Uh, it It doesn't have a written by uh, that's great, Jared, but I have it down as uh, The Big Bang Theory Season 3, Episode 21. So, well, <laughs> so I don't know what history book you're okay, reading. Okay, so, so is that the end of that season? I have no idea. So here's my hang-up with that. It's Season 3, correct? Yeah. Season, episode 21? So it's episode. the Plankton 322. It could have been Season 3, Episode 22. Well, let's check and see what the next episode is. Nope, the next episode is called The Staircase Implementation. That Previous episode, like... The Spaghetti Catalyst. That sounds like... <laughs> <laughs> um, it's interesting to me the, <laughs> the the levels of which that show goes from we're smart to spaghetti. Spaghetti! Spaghetti! Yeah, a successful man, Bazinga and stuff, am I right? Grandma and Grandpa <laughs> love that show. Oh, yeah. I love that show. I Kind of like, like, I won't watch this show, but if it's on, I'm like, heck yeah. Yeah, exactly. Same. Like, I, I've never gone out of my way to watch it, but when it's been on, like, this is enjoyable. <laughs> Got some good witty nerd humor. Although not, a, I definitely don't feel smarter, even though the information coming at me is beyond me. Or would be beyond the average human. <laughs> <laughs> Save this. <laughs> I'm smart. I'm smart. Um... Actually, uh, all of the old ancient texts uh, of mathematics mentioned the Pythagorean theorem. Uh, because, like I said earlier, uh, before we got on the call, everyone's first question when they see a triangle is, how big is it? Give me yep. those numbers. A squared plus B squared equals what? C squared. Right. Mrs. Hunsaker. Guys, some... <laughs> I did it, Miss H. We did it together. Wait, was she, was she the math teacher for all both of you as well? Yep. Boy, that's great. Well, so, I don't know so much teacher as uh, victim for me. I all right. I will. I will. I will stand up for her. All we had to do, because I found this out, mm-hmm. John. All we had to do was to actually just go in for help. When you went in for help, it was really great. I took so. I mean, I am not a mathematical mind, as you both know. I took what algebra two my senior year because I was like, oh, I should take a class, mm-hmm. uh, like a math class, and, and better myself. Um, so I was in this class with a bunch of leaders who were all smart and going to take, you know, something deeper their Calc. senior year. Uh, and I was the kid in class who, like, if I answered anything correctly, like, 
what is today's date? Like basically anything. It was it was bored. I swear, at least three people would like almost do like the hand on the shoulder. Hey, nice job, Tyler. I'm like, good job. Good job. You're doing so good. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wow, thank you. And I needed that. But like I, when I'd go in, Mrs. Hobson would be really helpful. But every time I just wouldn't go in and then I didn't know. Then I felt like I got like the kind of like that stare. I, yeah. I give her credit. She's the only human being that I know who does not use a mouse for her computer. Oh yeah, she does it. She does it the old way. Yeah, and, yeah. Oh, she's she like, does. she's tab, like, tab, I learned. Tab, tab. Yeah, I learned this without the mouse, and she's like, I've never used it. And I'm like, that's kind of cool. So, anyways, that's my stance on Mrs. H. Still be well, terrified if I ran into her in public. No, yeah, I, you know. <laughs> I had no enmity toward her at all, and what I was saying was, I was not her prisoner, she was my prisoner, because oh. I was a fucking nightmare, and impossible to teach. Hey, <laughs> the real, the real math, teach your pencil, baby, math matters. <laughs> Friends dead in pencil, math matters, one and two. Oh, God, Remy, my, Remy in the classroom was quite a man. My philosophy. Read the, read the book, do the quiz. I'm going to put on the radio and chew on sunflower seeds. I'm going to watch math videos. Um, Welcome to physics. <laughs> say Roomba? Yeah, what is that? Oh, uh, Kurt is uh, blending his, his breakfast shake. Uh, eggs, bacon, and potatoes. <laughs> uh, oatmeal. Breakfast. Berries. Uh, bacon grease. Uh, bacon grease. Uh, Thank you. Gotta have a lubricant. Chia seeds. <laughs> Ooh, Popcorn. Popcorn seeds. Popcorn seeds, so they pop when they're in there. When they hit that body heat. Um, <laughs> all right. Yeah, no, no. Uh, so I took advanced math when I was in shoes. Uh, it was algebra one, I think, algebra two, uh, geometry, and then pre-calculus. And I certainly am not a more mathematical mind than any of you because, you know, as well, we... I don't know. Um, you you made like a honor roll, didn't you? Nerd. Nerd. Yeah, nerd. First, I'm not saying first, you're more freshman year. I'm saying I'm less mathematical. Fair enough. No, I think geometry so is what makes you, sense. Did, That's it. Did you take Oh yeah, I'm I'm right with it with you. I mastered geometry. That's yeah. the easiest thing in the world. Uh no algebra and pre-calc were not the same case. But did you take math matters as well? No. Okay. Uh I although I may have had to take like <laughs> an equivalency of that because I came in halfway through my freshman year. Yeah, so I had to did. take that summer course over at WTC to get like the actual like legit credit for it. Cause oh. I had to sit in that class for the entire like semester, but got no credit from it, which is probably honestly, probably partially the reason that I, uh, place math so low on my scale. Cause I had to sit in on it, do the homework, but it didn't matter. Uh, yeah, in that case, math did not matter. I'll say, but but math matters. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 naming of classes off topic, but no. Uh, see, I think it's the the environment that you would have surrounded yourself with in the class. Because by no means that I have the quote unquote smarter people. Uh, arguably, Ooh, I did. Jared throwing his friends under the bus there. <laughs> well, no, they all of my, my crew was all in algebra, uh, mostly. Um, but no, it was because then you, you work together with each other, you learn. But absolutely, Mrs. Hunziker uh, was, uh, the, the, without a doubt, the greatest teacher in that building. Because uh, she knew the subject material. She didn't just read the bullet points, which I'm not saying everybody does, but you could tell she has a passion for mathematics. You didn't have Mr. Kevin on as a teacher. That's, yeah, I was going to say. You, no, he retired. Aldi, yeah, he so Aldi was gone though. while I was there. Um, Had him for study hall. While I was in her class, I had no doubt she was a great teacher. <laughs> <laughs> As you sat there, are we? Are we all? As I sat in there, and there? the buzzing noise got louder and louder <laughs> inside my head. Are, are we? Are we all hedging our bets based that Mrs. Hunsaker someday listens to this and just finds you in this? Oh yeah, and she's just like, like hands like a, a very basic algebraic like you know ten question quiz and goes do this and I'll be like shit. <laughs> All right, so I, I, she goes home and there's her barge goes down into the basement. It's dark and it's but it's clean, dark cave. And then she pulls open a giant file cabinet, goes through alphabetically, and then she pulls out Jonathan, Tyler, and Jeremy Kircher <laughs> folders. And she goes through her history and then just shakes her head in sadness. What could have been? Inside mine, just a bunch of crayon drawings. <laughs> um, so I I know we're still on Jared, but now I'm starting to rethink my top ten pretty. I almost want to do a top ten. Like teachers in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I think I might, I might do that as we go. Ten of them, though. I have to think of ten whole teachers. All right, keep going, Jared. I gotta write down names. Well, Mrs. Hunziker's gotta be the first top five. You Make stick to your list. Uh, all right. Uh, oh yeah. So she clearly had a passion for mathematics, much like the Romans, uh, who applied math for 
just about everything. Surveying, structural engineering, mechanical engineering, bookkeeping, creation of solar and lunar calendars. Uh, and I think I forgot to write. But uh, basically a lot of stuff. Uh, and interesting, the Chinese contributed early enough, which that was not their uh, uh, forte early on. My understanding of Chinese history is that initially they were very kind of secluded. There's that whole desert in some mountains and stuff. Mm-hmm. So they kind of... And the Mongolians. They, oh, yeah. And they kind of kept to themselves. But then they uh, 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 they still made just as many advancements, I think, uh, just on their own, which is pretty cool. Um, and they uh, they had invented the use of negative numbers, which, thanks, China, thanks for that. Here don't we are getting down one through ten. I can deal with negatives. Keep invisible away from me. Or <laughs> most holy emperor, I have an idea. What if double the number of numbers? <laughs> My God, that's... Well done, Jefferson. You get the promotion. <laughs> yes, the ancient Chinese name, Jefferson. <laughs> uh, uh, actually, yeah, which which also got me on the thinking when I was doing my research, the uh, subject of <clears throat> ancient Chinese uh, inventions, because were they some brilliant people? Oh, my God. You oh, know yeah. the, their Eastern, uh, seismograph? Their inventions are, like, just crazy throughout history. When you think, like, at the same time, we were over in Europe, like, I don't know, put some leeches on your arm. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and tea. You know, Britain's famous. They're, what they're famous for is, you know, tea. Uh, there you go. 15 to 121 AD, paper making. Uh, silk, which, I mean, that was more so because they had... Um, Corresponding insect. Yeah. Um, and actually, <clears throat> 2737 BC, which is uh, uh, just 243 years after mathematics, T. So math was invented before T. Get 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 a load of that. That's kind of cool. Kites uh, they did the seed the seed drill. Mm. Uh, I don't, I don't know, but, uh, Made famous in Avatar: The Last Airbender, season two. <laughs> Oh yeah, yes. Um, which I imagine drills some seeds into the ground. Yes. Uh, if I had to guess, uh, deep drilling, which they extract brine from beneath the Earth's surface in the province of Sichuan, uh, made famous by the Rick and Morty TV show and their Sichuan sauce by McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Uh, they dug for natural gas. What? The ancient Chinese were deep drilling for natural gas in the second century BC. It was carried by bamboo pipe and to its destination, and then used as fuel. The Chinese were able to drill a borehole, excuse me, over three thousand feet deep. Well, that's wow. terrifying. That's impressive. That's, that's incredible. I might have, I might have done something here. China might just have to be my my next subject. The compass they did. Noodles. Get the noodles. Oh yeah. All those beautiful, beautiful carbs. Well, so Alcoholic yeah, the, the Italians stole noodles from from Asia. Consumption of beer began in ancient China nine thousand years ago. During the Neolithic period, they used rice, hawthorn, honey, and grapes to make the beer. That probably... Um, wow. Steel, the wheelbarrow, almost done. Acupuncture. The seismograph, there it is. So, uh, this was, I think, in all of the science books, but the ancient Chinese seismograph is just the coolest. Like, if you look at, I don't know, Western uh, science stuff, it's all, here's a box, and this box will do this if this happens, and that's... It's it's practical, but the 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 seismograph is one of the most beautiful things. It's got a frog around on every point on a uh, I don't know is it an octagon, uh, and a dragon on a large pot on every point where the frog is. And then if the ground shakes at a certain or from a certain direction, one dragon will drop a ball into that frog. Oh, I'm looking at this thing now. That is really sweet. That is the coolest damn thing. It looks like something some stoner would misuse for a really intense incense burner. Uh, I mean that look. That, I mean that'd be a hell of an. Incense. It would, but yeah, this thing is awesome. It is, yeah, it's just like a giant like brass domed oval with these dragons around each side and a bunch of frogs underneath with like their mouths pointed upward and open. Huh? These are sweet. I want to get yeah. one of these as a centerpiece. <laughs> like <laughs> this. Move, like... Oh my seismograph. <laughs> <laughs> the bronze frogs. The obvious. <laughs> Uh, uh, main attraction, uh, and then uh, gunpowder and uh, movable type printing, uh, which is so. I mean, they contributed a heck of a lot to. I mean, quite a bit. Oh, there's one that that works. Anyway, <clears throat> sorry, got distracted. 
Uh, I don't know. I don't even care about math anymore. Wow, Jared, you sound like me talking to Mrs. Hunziker on my last day of school. All right. Here, <laughs> let, let, well, I'll end it with this. And the, <laughs> yeah, I'm done with this. I've transcended. I'm out. Um, uh, well, I mean, what, one of the most interesting things to me is that math is a universal language. So uh, absolutely everybody. No, it's not. Because, I mean, arguably, I guess, but. I mean, what what do you what do you what kind, of, what kind of music do you like? It's not no, that brand is di- or uh, style is different. It's just in general. Yeah, you but can, style, you can speak to so anyone. The, the, the tone. If I played the Star Wars opening theme song for you, great, what, great song. What are you gonna What are you gonna feel? Excitement. If I play uh, "Hey Brother" by Avicii, what are you gonna feel? I don't, I don't know if I know that song. I probably hey. do. But... Then, then I feel, uh, uh, then I feel like I'm out on the town. Okay. I can enjoy okay. myself. Uh, 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 there you go. Palpatine's teachings from the Star Wars Episode Three soundtrack. I know all of the Star Wars soundtracks. I don't know artists of the today's modern age. Of each, it was a poll that I didn't know I had. If I play uh, the Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald by Gordon Lightfoot, what do you feel? There you go. My point is that so. people like the, the genres <laughs> that they know, like. If I play classical music for someone that likes metal, that's probably not going to feel anything. So if we have you know an alien group come in and invade the Earth, and we just start playing, uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, okay, no, here we have a great job. A great, a great question to posit. If aliens show up, you're out in the field eating a peach, or not, if you're Tyler. Uh, yeah. And this UFO lands in front of you, and you have the whole of the musical category to convey, like, <clears throat> like across all humankind, all space and time, to like give them a song to be like, "Hey, be cool." <laughs> what um, song do you play? Monsters vs. Aliens answered this question for us, and it would be to get Stephen Colbert to come over and play on the piano. Yeah. Um, right, I'm so gonna go diplo. from. Uh, the torn between, between torn between uh born in the usa mm-hmm. born in the usa <laughs> planetary message to send <laughs> <some> springsteen welcome <laughs> or or pull from uh, holy musical batman the song between batman and superman mm. <laughs> also good just openly hostile <laughs> <laughs> or well, yeah, um, do, you mean, do you mean the song Fuck You, I'm Gonna Kick Your Ass? That song? <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> uh, the third one, um, if I want a, you know, a calm approach, um, I, I don't know the actual name of it, but we all know it. It's the old uh, the old cha- TV channel Stars. They used to do the movies, movies, movies. That, that song. Oh. Na, 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 na. Uh, there's a really great video on YouTube of like a flash mob that does that, an orchestra. And I would have an orchestra. Beautiful. That's what I would. Those would. Okay. My, those are my good. choice. Um, I uh, I think I would sort of like try to uh, split the split the uprights uh, with my uh, my musical choice, and I would simply play the E.T. theme uh, while in the background uh, having a uh, very very uh, visceral powerful group of dancers uh retell the story because as we all know the true language that transcends cultures is dance not math uh, not anyway, music and it's anyway, back to back to math it is that, fact, math. that or the wreck of the edmund fitzgerald by gordon Lyle. okay so that that's what we'll do inevitably when we are all standing in the field eating peaches and throwing the riot seeds at tyler because he doesn't like them um i'll put together a spotify when, playlist well no when the aliens <laughs> show up you will be interpretive dancing you yes. will be singing, and I will do math in the dirt. Perfect. And one of us we'll is going to get. We'll one see of us which is one of us get gets beamed up. <laughs> Guys, if you were, uh, if aliens showed up, would you rather get uh, incinerated, uh, uh, alien kidnapped, abducted, or mm-hmm. uh, left behind? Oh, like the rapture happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was like, what, like what you know, happened? this is the end. <laughs> Hmm. I mean, if it's all going down, just I'll think it's, it's all going. I'll take her out on that alien ship. Nope. No, I just like some drunk aliens show up and they're like, "Hey, what's up? Hop on in. Yep. Yeah, we're gonna stick we're gonna stick probes in you." Yeah, nope. Can I I'm see space also? <laughs> what's the trade-off here? What's the, <laughs> is it a one-to-one <laughs> ratio? You get to see one part of space for window. one probe. Listen, <laughs> uh, it's one small price to pay, one giant leap for mankind. Nope. None of my okay. friends are gonna believe me or ever speak to me again. Oh, uh, actually, so. 
Uh, is that it for your weekly math lesson there, Peaches? Uh, oh, yeah, no. One thing, a paragraph on Wikipedia. So uh, that's where I got the majority of my information from. But here we are at a tab called Future, Future of Mathematics. Uh, and all it is is there are many observable trends in mathematics, the most notable being that the subject is growing ever larger. Computers are ever more important and powerful. The application of mathematics is to bioinformatics is rapidly expanding. The volume of data being produced by science and industry facilitated by computers is explosively expanding. Expanding. So somebody took the time to type that math is going into the future because it's going into the future. Basically, we're we're doing math, and we will continue to do math, and that's where we're going. So here I was, I see a future tab. I'm like, man, we we got a time traveler coming and telling us what's gonna what math is gonna look like in 30 years. Nope, math is gonna change as the future goes. You know, as the future tends to, it just goes. Get this, time moves forward. Unless you're uh, moving, unless you're moving forward a thousand years, three thousand years. Time is a flat circle. Uh, all right, <laughs> Tyler. <laughs> <clears throat> all right. My uh, top 10, uh, like I said earlier, I just quick threw down top 10 teachers in my personal life, which, so I understand some of these names. <laughs> so are in a if you don't share this screen. list, you're dumb. So screw you. Um, I, I honestly had to think about a lot of teachers because I didn't know if I was going to come up with 10. But starting at number 10, what's that? You haven't had to think. It's true. It's been five plus college. Um, number 10, Mrs. Jinx from St. Mary's Middle School. Oh, yeah. I would I put her on the list one because she had you know at St. Mary's in, in middle school we they taught us kind of everything you know we had like our art and but like you know she had to put it put up with us for like English and math and science and I was not a super difficult student but I definitely know that I had a bad days with with her which was frustrating but she stuck it out so Mrs. Jenks number ten uh, number nine. My freshman college advisor, Wes Miller, he was not, he did not teach in my major. Um, he was more of a um, uh, geology, philosophy, uh, psychology. He was more in that field, but as a freshman, you kind of just get lumped in until you pick a major. Um, I loved my freshman class with him. We read uh, The Inklings, uh, most, and, the, and the, the biggest one is we read The Hobbit. That was the first one we read from Tolkien. Woo! And, like, so I was two years older than every other freshman because I went to college somewhere else and then took a year off and started. Um, but I had already obviously read The Hobbit, but I reread it. And he and I would have, like, deep conversation about The Hobbit while the other 17 people in my classroom would sit dead silent. And sometimes he would say, all right, Tyler, before class, he'd be like, Tyler, uh, don't, I don't want you to say a word. And I'm like, oh, okay. Which sucks. Screw you, man. Getting... I love talking about the habit. Right. Well, it was just because. But Mr. He... Miller, I want to learn. But he, he thrived. <laughs> just in... Shut up, Tyler. <laughs> just stop he, talking. He, he thrived in um, making like. So what he'd do is we would like start and he'd be like, OK, uh, tell me about this week's chapter or chapters. And then we would sit there for no lie, like three minutes of dead silence while no one would say anything. And then eventually he'd go, OK, Tyler. <laughs> and then we would start talking because nobody ever did the reading which was frustrating but it was it was definitely the class that you would like blow off if you were sure because it wasn't a major class or anything but i enjoyed him he also wore a kilt and bow tie thursday uh thursday oh i yep. remember that guy now yep. what are you talking about him dyed his hair red uh he said the cool oh, thing i about think being i saw a... him behind the arby's <laughs> <laughs> the cool thing he said the cool thing about being a college professor is pretty much every four years you completely change your look and people think that that's exactly like what you've been your whole life. Yeah. <laughs> um, number eight on the list. This one will be one that both of you may remember. Strichko from Spanish class. Greg uh, Strichko. Good man. Good class. Great guy. Uh, he always like he always kind of pushed you to be a little more. Granted, in Spanish class, um, we showed him the Charlie the Unicorn videos, and he let us watch what the heck YouTube video. Uh, one of Mon some a bunch of Monty Python bits. I think it was uh, always look on the bright side of life. We were just like mm. trade YouTube videos. Life so that was good. That's yeah. Um, so that was a high school. Next, back to college, Dr. Lori Sharon, speech teacher. Um, I, she's really on the list just because she liked me a ton. Um, I did well in her class. Um, she also, my nickname in college was Weasley. She would not call me Tyler. She would call me Weasley. Like she, and even now, if she saw me, she'd be like, oh, Weasley. I'm like, hi, Mr. Sharon. Um, we also did in that class. A, she actually uh, calls everyone Weasley. She's very sick. <laughs> 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 Weasley. 
um, <laughs> we we did a uh, we had to read we had to do a, a child book reading um, as if we were reading it in front of like kids or something. So we had to like we're supposed to change voices, which totally right up my alley. I did the Giving Tree, which is there's only you know two different voices, um, but she thought I did really well on that. Uh, next, back to middle school at St. Mary's. Oh, Mrs. Hold on. Okay, can I, um, you, was your college experience something that you would say you get a lot of gold stars in? Um, you did really good reading that book, Tyler. Here's the star. No, no, not at all. Um, maybe outside. Maybe, maybe outside. A lot of the stuff majors. you're talking about doesn't sound like college level work, but it <laughs> oh. could just be. <laughs> <laughs> that's because that's those two those two were non-major those, classes those are your favorite yeah. parts is the part where it wasn't college just read the hobbit it was read your, the your elective yeah. yeah which are which are just those are the There's fun one. classes anyways <laughs> electives elementary school reading one yeah um one teacher i left off this list and thought about it was um was dr lens and we that one was like a movie basically a movie analytics where we'd watch movies and compare characters that was a fun class yeah. Because you got you like we del- dove in like care uh, character flaws and I left her off my office. Uh, number six, Mrs. Luxton, same thing as Mrs. Jenks. She was a really good teacher. Um, she gave me uh, a lot of help. That's where my math issues started because um, I was kind of like behind in my math life, and some of that was just of my own knowledge or or lack of desire. But was very patient and helped. Hey. That Sarlacc pit wasn't going to throw its own victims into its mouth. <laughs> That's right. We saved the galaxy many times. Uh, next one. Also put it in barrel. <laughs> number, <laughs> number five, uh, Dr. Stenstrup. He was my advisor. My, uh, I studied pastoral and youth ministry. He and I had a lot of really good conversations. Um, there was a moment in one of his classes. Um, this was New Testament. I took Old Testament, New Testament, history of the Bible with him. Um, there was a moment in New Testament where the same theme that he had been kind of like hammering on for, for weeks at a time of, of trying to like understand context, like trying to put your mind in what it was like in the new Testament. Mm. Um, there was a day where all of a sudden it just like clicked and I like, Oh, cause he used to talk about how socially um, not necessarily named, but obviously like your Pharisees, they were, uh, they were more socially like a nine or a 10. Um, and if you're like a seven or or lower, you're kind of looked at as you, you don't really know what you're talking about. But socially, is that if for a, looks? What's that? <laughs> yes, <laughs> purely purely based on looks. Yeah, and they're a seven. They're dumb as shit. <laughs> if, um, if if like a three or a four or something challenged like a six or a seven, um, it was it was seen as a big title or a title challenge. But if the three or four was right, you would almost it wasn't like identical, but you'd almost like switch ratings. Like if, if, if you were uh, an eight and I was a three and I, and I came up with this point and, and I was like, right. Then I would almost take your spot. Uh, like a, uh, like a sports, like a sports thing, but for learning. Sir, sir. Yeah. Um, but it, it took me a long time to get there, but, um, he was really helpful with me and, um, in, especially with like final projects and, and helping me to kind of dig deeper and, and actually learn. So like, you know, there's my major. He actually was influential in, in learning. Uh, now it's, three, it's always nice when teachers can get you to learn. That is good. That's, you know, because those tricky stinkers. <laughs> that was well, trying to trick me to stop about, watching YouTube. <laughs> we've talked a lot about teachers uh, who didn't necessarily do that. Um, my three of my top four are actually high school teachers. Uh, number four, uh, Jared, I don't think you would have had her. Uh, Mrs. Morrison. Hell yeah. Oh, Love I did not Mrs. have Morrison. Mrs. Morrison, but I was very, very uh, introduced to Mrs. Morrison. Uh, seeing yeah. as how so much like uh, uh, you guys ended up when you did your uh, videos and whatnots, uh, my gang also did similar ones, uh, one of which was somebody's dream that somebody had. And we decided to turn it into a, a motion picture. Mm. Uh, and she was very involved in that. And she she <laughs> went off on a tangent about teenagers and we got her to act it out for us. Uh, nice. But boy, she's a character. Yeah, yeah she, she's she, an intense she lady. Awesome. I, I, I like I wish I would have been a better student of hers just because I enjoyed her class. Like I paid attention. See, I did she was one that stuff, I did great in. Like, Oh, I, I believe that I rocked that class. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I believe. Um, yeah. So she was, I just, she, she was kind of the first teacher that really made education like fun. Yes. And that was That's kind true. of a big deal for me. Um, next, uh, one that we talked about for three is Mrs. Hunsicker. Uh, for we've, we've, we've talked about her already, like her yeah. knowledge, 
she's you know she was patient. she's a math teacher she's yes um she was super good at what she did she understood like jared said um she actually had a knowledge of what she was talking about mm-hmm. um and though i wasn't successful in her class like i knew that i, I like i could have been or I, I could be if you will yeah uh, number two and probably i mean in the classroom as well but this will extend to outside the classroom um love him or hate him mr mosley i loved mr mosley um share a birthday um we always had really good discussions especially in election years uh i remember being basically against the whole classroom me and rayfield slattery man team and oh, i yeah. um but I, was, so I did that <laughs> good uh I, I really enjoyed his class he kind of i would say that he helped <laughs> us to become free thinkers like he would never really tip his hand on what he thought on a topic politically or whatever yeah, except uh, for the 80s and the civil war <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, but you know, he was really good. And then he was our head track and field coach. And like, for me, there's a lesson I learned that he tried to teach me my senior year of high school that I didn't learn until my senior year of college. Um, and that was athletics based, but, and something I try to apply in, in my life is that, uh, so sectionals I'm seated to go to state and discus and going into the meet, he knew that I overthink things and I get my own head. And he said, Tyler, just, he always said, control what you can control. Um, and I didn't that day. I, I didn't perform well. It really kind of messed me up for just because I expect a lot of myself. Uh, and then my senior year of college, I was in uh, the conference championships for, for the hammer throw. And I was seated sixth going in. Um, I hit a big PR and there was a guy who was ahead of me going into finals that I knew he was just like me, that he was in high school. He was going to have the head case moment. Um, and I didn't, but I didn't worry about what he did. I just focused on me and, you know, hit my big PR in finals. And like, and when I, when I won, I won conference. I thought of him and I was like, like, wow, it took me five years later, six years later to learn the lesson that he was trying to teach me. So I've always held on to that. Um, uh, he also gave me a lesson that took me a couple of years to learn <clears throat> uh, my senior year, which uh, to this day, I don't think I've still fully grasped it, but he just could not get me away from those rectangular batteries and, pressing them to my tongue. I don't know. There's just something about it, you know? <laughs> you pay attention yeah. to the class. I can, I can see that. He did. Mr. He did me another. Mr. Mosley was not a, not a huge uh, fan of me. I will probably accurately to say uh, I would not, would not consider myself one of his, uh, his, <clears throat> his favorite students. Uh, I'll tell you. A bit class. Time- class clownish i think time i got around to class uh the amount of times i heard tyler's name was insane the amount of times i heard jonathan's name from mosley was zero <laughs> <laughs> yep that sounds about right through our high school live one, yeah. one of my strongest memories i'm not here was... to make any friends teach just give me the to see and move me along <laughs> <laughs> uh was not not anything through his fault he had no uh, uh intent or uh ill will towards me at all and i got along great um but we did a seating arrangement in history class, and one of the one of my classmates, John, was in the restroom. So when he came back, uh, I got moved back, and he was sitting next to me. So he said, and this scarred my senior year. He said, "John, why don't you go sit back there by Big Jared?" And what he meant was, you have, you have he's worked out a lot because I, I had actually started to care about what I was doing in track and field that last year, and I was hitting all kinds of personal records but it was taken by my asshole friends as that fat boy back there oh no no no. uh i'll 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 do you one better uh you guys remember my best friend from high school robbie mm-hmm. it was coming up on cross country so uh Casabone was in the in, in the in the classroom talking about cross country with mosley and uh talking about recruiting and trying to Former get some more principal. students yeah and um and Robbie was like, he's like, Mosley, how come you never recruit for cross country? And it's like dead in the face. Mosley's like, because you're fat. <laughs> I just started laughing. Oh, they had uh, it was. That's the answer that he was gonna get, but he didn't think Mosley would have the the right. call to say. We, you would we, you would expect a teacher to dance around that a little bit and just be like, maybe yeah. it's just not the sport that you should be, you know, yeah. looking into. No, no. We had a pretty honest. We we called him Jerem. <laughs> we're like hey jerm um yeah he he is a straight he shooter called me mr Kirk. yikes nope that's trouble um he, <laughs> so when we would do like working on projects he'd always play music 
I would mm-hmm. always request G's. And our last day, senior year, he finally played some BGs. And I'm like, thank you, Mr. Mosley. Because you're only, I mean, when I started, Mosley had freshman, sophomores, Alderson. But Alderson retired after, I think it was my, yeah, after your senior year, John. Yeah. So I had Mosley all Went out with which, the best, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's what they said. Uh, anyways, number one, uh, this will surprise you. Down well, it. you don't, no, no. This is from college. It's the subject that will surprise you. Uh, Dr. Burt. Nope, Dr. Bergbinder, science. Sorry, what was that name again? Bergbinder, E-E-R-G hyphen B-I-N-D-E-R. They said Bergbinder, and I got excited. That's nope. a lot of like, consonants. There's a lot in there. Uh, so I had her for botany and zoology. Um, I'll get I down in the botany class. I like botany. First I name Bird, Bird, correct? Like a bird? No, G. Bird. Bird. Berg? Like Bird. Burger? Yeah. That's just her last name. Yeah. Like most yeah. of Caledonia, Minnesota, Berg. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I was thinking Berg and then zoology. I was like, that makes sense. I wonder if that played <laughs> into their career decision. Um, so I had her for uh, lab for botany and zoology, which I passed. I had uh, Dr. Cranock, pretty fun, for lecture, but I did not pass that class. So I had to retake it, and I had her for, for, for lecture the second time. And... Like she was, she was just such a good teacher being able to like meet me where, how I understood things and be able to like explain it and like, you know, uh, really teach it in a way that I'm like, oh, okay. So if, if this results in this, I can, you know, I can take it forward. Like I did well in her lab class, but I just, the book part was, was tough, but she was awesome. Um, she was very, uh, very good. She actually made me feel like a little bit like science. I actually didn't dread going to that class. Uh, but I would put her at, at number one for what she uh, what she taught me with. And that's my top ten for teachers. John, mm. quiz, go. Well, uh, quick aside for best teachers. Number one is obviously Mr. Alderson. If you ever had the pleasure of teaching or uh, attending his class, <clears throat> great man. Knew his subjects and knew how to deal with every possible uh potential type of student and get them to learn their material. And my uh, second favorite teacher I ever had was my freshman uh, economics teacher, Cindy Munson, um, and was just like the coolest human being I have ever met. (laughs) If you like asked them about like whatever the like crazy weird like life stunt you could do, they've had like firsthand experience doing it. Uh, So... Keeping in the uh, academic theme that we seem to have uh, found ourselves in this episode, we're going to delve off into the world of nature and the animals that reside within. Question number one for your gentleman's quiz today is, horned lizards, or horned toads, when attacked, use a mechanism to, the, to defend themselves from predators. What is this defense mechanism? A, oh. a spiny hide to discourage <laughs> being bitten or picked up. B, a noxious gland similar to skunks to drive off attackers. C, they shoot blood from their eyes to signify an illness. Or D, they allow themselves to be caught, then eat the predator within. Now, in the element of fairness, uh, so it's not uh, like one person shouting in front of the other. Uh, What I'll do is I'll just do a three, two, one, and then uh, you guys can say your answer at the same time. So three, two, one, blood. Okay, you are correct. (laughs) They can squirt blood from their eyes up to five feet at a predator. I am to, uh, so sick. Them from attacking. <laughs> I need to go to the doctor. You really want to eat this? Do you see what I'm going through? <laughs> uh, question two. Koalas. Nature's most huggable marsupial. Also make great phlebologists. Blood doctors. No. Um, however, they are often found carrying something that should discourage you from hugging them. What is it? A. Chlamydia, B, lice, C, a highly offensive scent similar to that of a hound gland from eating eucalyptus, or D, emotional baggage. <laughs> Three, two, one. C? Uh, the answer is A, chlamydia. Uh, I thought about that Straight. one, but I was, I was hoping <laughs> that it was the scent. Common you got me right here. So I guess A. I don't want to. I don't want to do that, but. <laughs> It's they seem like, like I mean if you think about all the animals maybe the ones that have chlamydia yeah, yeah. <laughs> little, little sons of bitches you, you, you guys have seen the wild right yeah I the smell animals, emotional issues <laughs> listen that one would have been very fun I think to just yeah. know that there is 
you cannot pick up this animal because it will it's just really having a bad time. <laughs> All right, third and final question. The giant Japanese wasp has a powerful venom, so powerful, in fact, that it has a cap- capability of A, curing and destroying cancerous cells, B, causing instant death in most creatures larger than horses, C, cause any alcohol it's mix- mixed with to become non-alcoholic, or D, melt human flesh. Three, two, one. D. D. The answer is D, melt human flesh. I really, I really wanted C, I really wanted C to be right. Yeah, cause that'd be cool, right? <laughs> <laughs> like you always carry around this just little vial of venom and yeah. just yeah. I mean, um, I knew it wasn't A, otherwise there'd be an epidemic harness as Japanese a, uh, wasps. An extra credit project. I have a fun little uh, link I'm about to send you guys. Um, there is an animal uh, in England called a fulmar. It's a type of seagull, uh, a small, unassuming-looking seagull. However, uh, the chicks have an interesting defense mechanism, which is to vomit a sticky orange fluid onto would-be predators, usually birds of prey, uh, which, uh, when it hits their feathers, it causes them to, like, become slick, but then slowly cake together, and when the birds go to wash themselves off, the feathers, because they're, like, stuck together, uh, will actually drown the bird. Hmm. So these chicks can actually fire this, uh, stuff up to, I think it's 15 feet, and, uh, can have even been known to do it while they're in the process of hatching. So there will be like a little hole cracked in an egg and they will be firing off this like spew at uh, animals that are flying by. So here's a video of that. It's very good. It's metal. Chicks vomit a stinky. Look at that little guy. Yeah, it's uh, on red. I spent so much time. Oh, I got the background to load before the content. So that's cool. Thanks for (laughs) it. Oh, it's good abdominals. Oh, yikers. Yeah. Oh, oh no. Right. Yeah, when oh, it gets no. up close in the one over the screen and then runs right down, that's the, that's the stuff right there. I got a, uh, a pixelated sheet of paper uh, with a corner of the sheet put in front of one eye and then the other eye and then a frown face. Is that what we're supposed to be looking at? Uh, yes, that's it. <laughs> that's uh, it. Took too long to respond, so I will. Uh, I'm going to act out what I'm seeing. Oh, oh, God. Oh. <laughs> Perfect. Um, the yeah. horror. Um, cool. Oh yeah, they have an Instagram as well. If you want, they've got some wild, uh, wild stuff. The Devil's Fingers fungus. It looks Ooh. like the creature from Stranger Things. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all I got. So. Uh, Same as Sorry. Um. Not that. There we go. All right. Well, that'll conclude this episode of Duck Soup. Then, if you need to find us on Twitter, you can find me at the Trudger. I'm at Ty Kircher. And I'm on Twitter. Oh, I there. I have a Twitter, and it's Show a real. It's it's a good one too. It's, it's on there. I don't use it much like my Facebook and/or Instagram and any right. other form of social media I have, but I've got it. You can probably find me. Check it out. It's pretty cool. It's also uh, when you find Pod, it is at the Real Duck Soup. Uh, we also have a Facebook page, which is also called the Real Duck Soup, because apparently we just went straight. I just needed to lock in. The title. I didn't want everybody to take it. No I fake duck soup. No duck um, underscore soup. Yeah. Actually, those are already taken. The yeah. real duck soup. <laughs> the podcast is now going to be available on Spotify, iTunes, and Podcasts.com. I am currently working to get it onto Google Podcasts, um, which is proving difficult because the page never loads. So good job, Google. Uh, until next time, quack. Is that our sign off? Uh, can we do better <laughs> until next time and then we all quack at the same time okay, okay. ready quack until <laughs> yep nope <laughs> until next time quack quack <laughs>